Hey guys, welcome to episode 4 of the Zero to 100 podcast. A really exciting episode today um, with Justin and Kate McDonald. They are Guinness World Record holders um, for running the most half marathons consecutively, which was 77 days. A um, fantastic achievement. And they're also actually 940 days as of recording into a 5k running streak so uh, another massive massive achievement there and um, just two really really lovely genuine down-to-earth people um, who I really really enjoyed speaking to um, for this episode so take a listen and uh, enjoy Justin and Kate, welcome to the Zero to One Hundred podcast. Uh, thanks so much for for joining me tonight. Um, how has your day been? So, was it five k's today, or a bit further, or uh, no? Well, first off, good day, Sam, and thanks for having us on the show. Um, Anytime. Yeah, no. Well, today is ten k's. Um, Perfect. We have been five k's a day for quite a while, but um, at, from January this year, we started running ten k's a day. So okay, we wow. thought we'd just do that for 12 months. So, yeah, today was a 10K run. Nice, nice. So um, so has it been 940 days straight now you've, you've run over yeah. 5Ks? Yeah, that is, that's incredible. Um, did you ever think that it would – was that always the intention to get this far or, or was there an end goal? Or? No, not, not this far. Um, I guess uh, originally what happened was um, one of our friends that lived over in Millicent in South Australia, he began to or mentioned to us that he was going to run 5Ks every day. So we thought uh, about it. We had a bit of a chat and we rung him up and we said, do you mind if we copy you? So that's how it sort of started. Um, But our aim in the beginning was really, I think, just to get a month. Yeah, we did because I think, Brad and us, we were both like, okay, let's just try for a month, see what it feels like. We had been running maybe about three to four times a week, um, varying distances. So it was just a challenge to try and do something every day. So just see what the body was like um, after a month and then see what we wanted to do. Yeah. So then after a month, it sort of then stretched to we, we'll get to 100 days. And then after the 100, it was well, obviously we'll try and go for the year. And then after a year, we thought well, we'll go for two. And after two, we thought we'll go for three. And <laughs> once we get to three, we'll probably go for four, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Um, it's like you don't want to, now you don't want to skip a day kind of thing because after all that effort and all that time, you wouldn't want to just stop it, yeah. you know, for yeah, no, a non reason it would be have to be something quite serious to stop us I think <laughs> yeah wow so how, how were you feeling after that first month uh, uh, you were probably okay I was okay because I'd been doing more running than Justin so I had already done a marathon probably a couple of marathons and I you know try and follow the training and make sure I'm doing a fair bit of running during the week and things like that. Whereas Justin, I was a little bit so less motivated. I was a bit less dedicated. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, so after I think it was around about 40 days for me, I had both my patellas started to sort of hurt quite a bit. Um, yeah. Not enough 
stop me, but enough to slow me down. And I began to think I can't do this. But um, as soon as that sort of pain came, it sort of went as well. It didn't last, didn't hang around for a long time. Well, like patellar injuries can for some people. So it was more of just a, not so much an overuse, but injury or anything. It was more of a, I was under conditioned injury, I think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but then we sort of came good probably after around two to three months. Yeah. And we definitely we had ups and downs over the year though, because sometimes we found we might have to run like at 10 o'clock at night or 10.30 at night. And so it's been really interesting to see that change to now doing 10K a day. It's like, oh, 5K was nothing. So, you mm. know, it's interesting what your body can do if you really want to. Um, because 5k is like let's say about a half an hour exercise which is about what they recommend as a time frame at the least for exercise anyway so um mm. it, it's not a crazy amount and you don't have to go fast or you can no. just do it whatever pace you want to do you can put a little walk in there if you want to so that's um, so that is sometimes some of the sort of false thinking of other people around us doing this is that we they think that because we're running every day 5k's that we're racing every single yeah. day. You know, they think that we're going so fast and things like that. <laughs> and just not the case. Some days are really slow. Um, yeah. I think maybe my 5Ks, I sort of hurt my sol uh, soleus muscle at um, one point as well. And I was running 5Ks in a bit over 40 minutes. So it's just a bit yeah. quicker than walking, really. But, um, you know, you just get through it and do what you can. Yeah, yeah, you just take what the day throws at you and, and yeah. uh, persevere, yeah. Yeah, and it kind of makes you mentally tougher and you can get those stresses out after your working day. Um, you, you generally find, and people around us who have started to get into running as well, you generally find that it actually just makes you feel better, really. Yeah, Sometimes you're like, oh, even in, especially in winter, you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to go out. And then once you've done it, you're like, oh, wow, I feel great. So, yeah, Kate's yeah. really less cross at me when she gets back from a run than before. <laughs> so it's quite good. <laughs> We've had some arguments along the way, we haven't have, we? Yeah. Where... We've started runs together yeah. and not finished them together. Yeah. <laughs> had somewhere like because we've had maybe an argument or a heated day well we've ran and we haven't talked to each other the whole time because we're having like the silent argument but we still have to do our run. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Oh, the trials yeah. and tribulations of it. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's like, what's the, the normal sort of response that people kind of have when you, when you first tell them about your, um, uh, your, well, your incredible achievement really? Uh, very mixed, I suppose. Um, uh, generally, I guess from non-runners, um, they will often say that we're silly, we're crazy, we're mm -hmm. stupid, whatever it might be. Um, and, you know, I kind of agree with them to some degree, but, um, you know, uh, but they, they kind of don't get to the running scene. Um, and then you have the people that are runners, the people that like yourself that we would meet um, that go to events and do run regularly. And they kind of think generally that, uh, you know, good on us, well done, and they're encouraging. Um, sometimes they'll say that I couldn't do that. And I often think, well, you probably could. You just have to make the choice to do it if you wanted to. Um, mm. it's not a good choice to make. I'm not always a big advocate for running streaks. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's kind of mixed. And then from family and 
friends, the people that are closer to us. I guess a lot of people have changed their tunes as yeah, well. Yeah, they seem to have. Um, I think like both of our parents were a little bit worried at the start because you know how parents worry and my mum was like, oh, what about your knees? And yes. she wasn't very – when I was going to do my first marathon, she nearly flipped out because she's like, <laughs> you're going to get your knees done or you'll pass out or, you know, all those kinds of things. The good old myth of yeah. running stands for your knees, eh? And I yeah. think your parents yeah. were silent on it, haven't yeah. they? Like maybe not commenting because maybe yeah. we think you're just, you know, ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. But um, those those people have all come around. Yeah. The people that have thought that about it, they then understand that, you know, we're normal. We get through it. We don't. We're not hurting ourselves. Um, mm. And yeah. And seeing that it's good for your life as well, I think that yeah. they really understand that now too. And it's mm. um, uh, now people even like, oh, have you gone for your run today? And because we're we live in a small town. You go to the supermarket and people, oh, have you run today? Have you run today? Or they'll talk about the weather. Oh, my gosh, how are you going to go in the rain? Or, you know, mm-hmm. they, they know us as runners and what we do. And now I think most people really love it, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they mm. seem to think, oh, wow, you know, that's great. I think they yeah. can see the benefits of it maybe. Yeah, it's sort of that fear of the unknown sometimes, isn't it? Like people don't quite um, understand yeah. it. Yeah. But, and um, now I mean, that... Then you have people like yourself, like you do a lot of ultra running, is that right, or trail running? Uh, not quite ultras, but, yeah, mainly trail running for me, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like people like yourself that run regularly, you would know that, you know, well, 5K a day, it is possible. You can do it and, you know, it's an achievement if you choose to do it, um, whereas you're not thinking you're an idiot, you know. It's, um, it's all achievable if you yeah. just... If you have some sort of more than if you have a bit of background knowledge of running, you have a better understanding of what we're trying to do. Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, I guess, like when I think about that as as like a as an undertaking, I just think like, geez, how would I like maintain my body to, to not break down sort of halfway through? That's sort of what I'd be thinking. It's not a matter of yeah, you can't do it, but like you say, you um you just you just but take you, what the day gives you and and and, and work with it, I suppose. You're yeah. right. Um, a bigger one of our biggest worries is the body breaking down because um, this is why I don't recommend running streaks for people, even though we're doing it. Um, sometimes we'll have a niggling little injury, which isn't very much at all, but all we need is one or two days rest, and you'd be fine. But because mm. we continue to run on those niggling little injuries, it might take three or four weeks to get over it. You yeah. know, so it's not really a good idea. Just one or two days, <laughs> ideal. But we just don't allow ourselves to have that rest. But I guess, like, for um, the benefit of if you want to help your speed or help your distance or things like that, we have definitely, we've learnt so much along the way that, um, you know, more Ks will help you. We've started to sort of mingle with a few of the elites and things like that. And I think that, you know, because people have said, oh, my gosh, and I can't believe you do that, but they don't actually realise, I didn't realise what the elite people do. The amount of kilometres they do a week is crazy. It's way more than us. So, and they, you know, obviously do have to, I mean, they've got coaches and physios and all that kind of thing, so they're probably keeping a good check on their body, though. So we do 
make sure that we're keeping a check on our body. And we both do strength work as well. So yeah. I do boot camp a couple of times a week. And um, I think definitely you have to have some kind of strength work in there as well. That definitely yeah, helps. If you want to yeah. yeah, for sure. And we've just come to learn that maybe a bit of yoga and Pilates would be good too. So we did a little <laughs> yoga room last night. So just try and look after. Just you got to look after the body. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so I read in an article um, when you guys did your first marathon together, Kate, you finished and did did quite well. And then, and Justin, you had the the knee troubles. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. I- didn't go so well. Thanks yeah. for bringing that up. So, <laughs> no, just just um, like, like talk us through it and sort of like what was um, I guess like you know you 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 there um, and it's sort of that um that battle, isn't it? Like your your body's kind of screaming at you, no, but sort of your heart's kind of saying, no, we have to finish this. And you know, I've certainly been there myself. Um, is that what you're sort of going through? Uh, it was for me, yeah. Um, my story is a completely different one for our first marathon. Um. I'll let Kate tell her story, but I'll um, I'll try not to tell too much of Kate's story, sorry. She did a lot of the training and I didn't. I kind of joined in um, once she got to about a 35K long run, thinking that I'll just be able to do it. I, um, I'd done a lot of running when I was younger um, and I just assumed that I'd be able to do a marathon. Uh, I'd never, ever run to a point where I couldn't anymore, so my thinking was very false. My ego was too big. Um, I don't think you'd ever ran over 10 kilometres, actually. I'd, I'd done a city to base. I'd run 12 kilometres yeah, once. Um, but anyway, and I did that fine. Anyhow, so what happened was uh, I got about 26 or 7 k's into the marathon and I was running with Kate and she was going quite well and I said, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to have a little walk. And off she went and I had my walk and after that I barely got going again. Um, my knees froze up. Um, one of my hips froze up as well and I just couldn't function properly. I'd never felt anything like it before in my life. And um, and it wasn't that I was buggered or tired or anything. It was just my body said no. Um, so then I sort of limped my way through probably 15 or 16 Ks to the finish line and the cutoff time for the Adelaide Marathon was six hours and I'm waltzing my way in and uh, – one of the ladies had just come over to pack up the finish line and she turned and looked at me and said, are you just finishing now? And I smiled and I said, yeah. And she said, oh, hurry up. We haven't stopped the clock. So <laughs> six hours and 15 minutes, I think it was, and they still recorded my time. And if you want to look it up, I think 2014, you'll find me dead last. <laughs> yeah, wow. But, uh, I had to keep going, though. I'd to, to not finish would have hurt me more. I was, you know, I learned a lot that day. My ego took a big hit, but um, I was not going to not finish. I was much happier to finish last. To not finish didn't sit well with me. Um, mm. But I feel a lot of respect for runners that day. Um, yeah. You know, of different shapes and sizes that were passing me um, in the last sort of 10 to 15 Ks and, you know, those people, I would have looked at them before the race started and thought, I'm better than you. I can do this quicker than you. And I soon found out that I couldn't. Mm. So it was a big ego hit, but it was one I needed. And, you know, that's why you see 
well, you know, you yourself, when you go to those trail runs, you see people of all different shapes and sizes and they all get it done. It's quite yeah. amazing. Yeah. So that's really good. That's why running such a great sport, I think, that, you know, it, uh, it attracts everybody and everyone can achieve. Yeah. But Kate's story is quite different. Yeah, well, I hadn't ever run maybe more than 4Ks at that stage for my first marathon and I was just doing boot camp and I didn't know marathons. I didn't come from a running background or anything and um, my boot camp leader who's just a everyday mum and she said she was going to do a marathon and I said, oh, okay, because <laughs> I'm one of those like, I get all excited and I hear something and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll do that too. And and then I thought that, oh, you just like had, you just trained for a few weeks and then you did it. And I was going to do the one that she was doing in May. And she said, oh, no, you probably, you know, you need it in three months or whatever. I think it was a 20-week program or something. So I looked at the Adelaide one in August and so I just did all the training and each week I went further and each week was the, you know, a further distance for me than I'd ever done before. And sometimes my knees were sore and, you know, you start to get blisters. I lost a toenail and all those things. But for me, I don't know. I just really enjoy different things and pushing my body. So, and I just got faster and I never had a time because I'd never done it before. I just wanted to do it. And then I realised that, oh, I'm not, I'm not bad at this. And for my first marathon, eventually in my training, I realised I think I might be able to go under four hours. And so, and I did it in the three hours, 55. And then I just waited for Justin and I was panicking and asking the volunteers, like, I think my husband's out there. And I couldn't understand because he's always been a runner and he's faster than I am. And I couldn't understand where he was. I thought I said, has an ambulance been called because I thought he must have gone to the hospital yeah. or something and because it was like a couple of hours later and other some of my friends went for a drive to check where he was and they said I just saw him walking he is out there he's still a long way away but he is out there he's so still alive. I, he's still alive <laughs> yeah that was the very start of our sort of running journey and you know when you finish your first one I think a lot of people because it's hard a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, I'm never doing that again straight away. Mm. And then like, the day after, you start looking up other runs, you know. You're yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I feel so amazing. Now I think I want to do this one and this one. Very and, addictive yeah, thing. It's very addictive. So yeah, I think absolutely. That, yeah. I suppose those sort of um, experiences really, like, like you said, Justin, they kind of um, like shape your outlook going forward, don't they? So, I mean, you have a probably – you're better for that experience, no doubt. And, um, and, and Kate, probably the same, you know, you went through that whole process and, and, you know, sort of um, started your training and, and finished your training and saw the result and, you know, yeah. the, which, you know, was a result of your hard work and everything. So I guess, right. um, yeah, you, you, you're better for it, aren't you? Like, and here you are now 940 yeah, days yeah. later <laughs> running. Yeah, running right. Well, it's all, so, I think, sure. you know, probably people understand runners understand that it's all in the training really they mm. always say if you've done the training then you'll do you know the best you can oh, on the yeah. day obviously some things happen on the day and there are some circumstances but it really is all in the training right. yeah <laughs> i think i think mo farah's got a, a quote or something that says um if you if you've done the required training the event is easy and mm. he's spot on you know yeah. and it's 
it's true. And that's the one thing I learned that day is that you need to do the training. Mm. And if you do, the event is easy. You can do it. Uh, yeah. And I think doing the 5 and, and 10K a day, well, it's just keeping our body in that condition where, you know, I can go run a marathon any time. Now, I, could, I did three ultras last year and I was only running 5K a day with putting some longer ones in sometimes when I wanted to. And I did two 56Ks and a 50K in the mountains and we're, we're on totally flat ground. So it just has been really good to keep the body in condition for whenever if you want to do something. But um, obviously if we want to get serious about our time, then we yeah. really look at look at speed training and upping our Ks for longer runs and things like that. But just for general health and fitness for a runner, you can pretty much pop yourself into events just on 5 and 10K a day. Uh, you can be ready to go to one. So that's that's been beneficial as well, for hasn't sure. it? Yeah, you know? it has. yeah, we can get up and do any events at any time, so, hmm. which is nice. So, yeah, as Kate said, that, you know, it's only then if we are trying to push for a PB in anything that then we, we start to train a bit more seriously. Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, if you, if you have that, um, I mean, it's like anything, if you have, have that, that general, um, you know, physical preparedness, you, you're, you're good to go, aren't you? Like same as like weight training, um, you know, if you're doing that consistently, you know, you can you can easily then smash out a PR or whatever, you know, on those days when you feel like you're up for it. And um, But it's yeah, just yep. those, um, you know, people get stuck in that mindset. It's like, oh, I used to be able to do that. And, you know, like, and then you, yeah. the ego takes over. And, and I think everyone's been there at some point. Like, like we've discussed yeah. this already, Justin. But, yeah, yeah. I, I know yeah. I've certainly done that and and still get caught in that cycle every now and then. You sort of think, you know, I just need to – I've been a bit slack. I need to push myself. But you actually, you've been a bit slack, so you need to work back up and not not just jump work. straight back into it. Yeah. Yeah. Gone are the days of just trying harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not that young anymore, hey. <laughs> Um, so let's let's talk about the um, the world record then seventy seven days of half marathons. Um, so that was just that was the next step. You're like we've done ten k's a day for for half the year. Let's just let's just hit the, the half marathon. Well, kind of. It was all Kate's fault. Yeah. Really. So everything <laughs> along the way we've discovered now that we look back at it is my fault because I'm the one that. I, oh, yeah, okay, I want to do that. And then and so I start training and whatever, and then Justin looks and he's like, oh, well, okay, I want to do that too. You're doing so it, I'm doing it kind too. of just keeps going like that a fair bit. Yes. But um, so I saw a girl on Instagram from Canada uh, that was saying she wanted to break 70, she called it, um, for her workplace, and along the way that would give her the Guinness World Record for the most amount of 21k days in a row uh so I followed her journey and I found that I just couldn't stop watching her every day I needed to know how she went I was so in awe and uh because I was doing 5k a day at the time and you know I I get really motivated to want to do things and I just said to Justin and a friend I said I think I really want to do that and you know how sometimes you have ideas but they don't always come to fruition because it's, you know, just a little bit of a dream in the pipeworks. Maybe I'd like to do that or something. We did discuss it quite a bit that um, to jump from 5K to 21K a day would potentially be a dumb idea. Yeah. Um, mm. So then we did talk about, hey, let's try and do 10K a day. So we started that at the beginning of this year mm. and we did that for 
three months, was it? Yeah, three months. Three months. And then we decided that, yeah, we'll have a crack at this Guinness World Record as well. So prior to that, though, we actually contacted the Guinness World Records. Oh, sorry, we should mention that the lady that Kate followed, um, she completed 74 days of it. Right. Um, but she didn't get the record because... Well, uh, we don't know. But what happened, we contacted the Guinness World Records and then to ask for permission, basically, to attempt the record. And then they contacted us back. And in their email, it said to us that in order to get the record, Kate had to do 61 days. So that then struck a chord, I suppose, that this girl that got 74 days, something went wrong. Yeah, but Um, we went back and looked and... um, she had blogged that she didn't wait for the paperwork. So there is quite a lot of paperwork involved in it where you have to get two witnesses to have sighted you each time you run. Every single day. You have to get a surveyor to check any course that you do that it is the right distance. So we (laughs) read all the paperwork before we started it. So we decided just to map out one course around our town so that... Uh, we only had to pay for the one to get done, which he did for free in the end, which was really nice. But you could do some events. You could do up to about three I think or, it said four three or four events. events because otherwise if you did more than that, you went into a different category, like a different okay. record. So right. um, the only time out of the seven, seven, 77 days we did the Adelaide Half Marathon. That's the only time we ran somewhere different, like the whole time. So yeah. we did do like... 10 point something about 10.7 k loops that we did around two laps of that every day yeah but and i think like i was saying to someone at work the other day who has been trying to quit quit smoking but she's not ready to and i said the mind is just incredible because it was really hard and I don't even know looking back how we actually fit that into our day doing 21 k's a day (laughs) I don't. And people at the time were saying to us, like, how are you doing this? How are you doing this? And I'm just like, oh, well, I'm just doing it, you know. I just know. <laughs> but a couple of weeks after we'd finished, I was saying to Justin, how did we do that? Yeah, but, even 10Ks got hard yeah. about a fortnight later. But the, like, mm, wow. It's just the mind, like, if you really want to do something, like I said, that girl was about a year and a half ago that did that. But over the year later, it just kept popping up into my head. I still really want to do that. I still really want to do that. And I really, really wanted to do it. And if you really want to do something badly and you're really positive about it, you can do things. Like sometimes I had to get up at, you know, once I ran at four o'clock in the morning because a lot of the time I was starting work at six o'clock. So I went from six o'clock till two o'clock. So Justin would run a lot of the time at five in the morning. Yeah, five. Quarter past five in the morning, I would leave and get the run yeah. done, and then I'd get home and wake kids up and get ready for school. And and then I'd the go, I'd and... work, and then I'd run straight after work, and then I'd have the kids after school. But <laughs> the biggest thing was like definitely really tired. And then yeah. because you'd want to do, you'd want to do your day's story, and I, it was amazing the people that jumped on. Yeah, board. So we kept the blog of it yeah. on them for anyone to follow if they wanted to at the time, and. Uh, yeah, people would comment all the time. It sort of grew. It became, got a little bit popular, and which was nice because then it kept us um, more motivated. I guess more as motivated well, yeah. and 
yeah, you had the like energy. Had yeah. And, and get it done. And Sometimes while I was running, I was thinking of what I was going to say for the day as yeah. well. Like it was kind of fun to make a story of it. And it was so similar to how I was watching that girl in Canada. People yeah. start with me, oh, my God, I just, all I look for is your story for the day. And I don't know. <laughs> And then probably one of the best things, one of the best things would be, it happened on a few occasions where we'd wake up in the morning and there'd be a message from somebody that's from overseas or somewhere that would say, you know, I went out to do a 10K run and I got 3Ks into it and went home and sat down and then I thought, oh, Justin and Kate are doing half a marathon every day and then they went back outside and finished their 10K run and, you know, invite them to do that sort of thing so those sorts of little things which might mean nothing to most people but for us it was it sort of hit home and made us feel good yeah yeah and we did have like um one one or two people in particular that tried to join us nearly every second day for at least one of the laps and so Mm. um that became really nice too it was good to have company it was like a little team effort wasn't it in the end it felt like a whole team effort actually you start Sometimes you start a journey by yourself, but the people you meet along the way, and especially with, you know, connections with Facebook or Instagram these days, especially Instagram because you've got all these people that have the same passion as you and it just feels amazing, doesn't it? it? And so then with the the record, um, Mm -hmm. we ended up um, wanting to raise some money for for someone or something. Um, And a lady that we knew put us in contact with a foundation called Love Mercy Foundation. I don't know if you've heard of those, Sam. I haven't, no. No, sorry. Um, Love Mercy Foundation is, um, it was founded by Eloise Wellings, the Australian dual Olympian, and a guy called Julius Ashon. Ashon? I might be pronouncing that wrong, but... um, and uh, so he's a Ugandan athlete. So they raised money for projects over in Uganda. They started off, I think it was doing a Sense for Seeds project, um, which what that entailed really was that uh, they would raise money, they'd buy some seeds for a, for a lady over in Uganda so that she could plant them and grow her own crops. And, you know, it sort of empowered her. And it would be a loan, actually, so that then at the end of the season she would try and, get seeds back and then pass them on to somebody else. So it had like a ripple kind of effect. Um, Mm. So, I mean, what we really liked about that foundation was that they didn't just give money to someone who was hungry or needed some some clothes or anything like that. They really empowered people to learn to support themselves. Um, And one other aspect of what they started to raise money for was to provide uh, water wells um for communities over in Uganda and that's where we got involved um because we found that uh, we were told that uh, women and children over there will walk I think it was five to ten kilometers up to three times a day just to get water so they were sort of covering the same distance we were in running um except water for half that distance so we thought wow okay that you know this this is similar to what we're doing um so we'll raise money for that. We'll try and get a well over there. So we needed to raise $6,000 and we ended up doing that. Um, we raised, we we're just short of about $8,000, I think. Um, wow. And so the extra money goes to repairing uh, wells over there. So what's going to happen is we'll get a well 
um, drilled over there and it will provide water for, I think, well, thousands of people, a community of thousands of people, I think around four to 10,000 people, depending on where it will go. Yeah. So that was really great. Um, it, the, the longer we continued on with the half marathons a day, the less it became about the record for us and the yeah. more about we wanted to raise this money and make a difference. And definitely when we finished, we, so we ran the 77 days and when we finished, you know, not, no disrespect to the record or anything like that, but I really didn't give a shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> we raised this money and we were going to make a difference to a, to a community of, of people. So, you know, that, that was fantastic. We really enjoyed that aspect of it. It was good. Yeah, that's that's um that's incredible. That's that's awesome. And um yeah, it just, just shows that um you know, the the accolades and the, the success isn't always everything that's um that that uh that greater cause is is a, is a driving factor and that's um yeah, that's that's, that's amazing. Well done guys, congrats. Thank you. Ta. Um yes. Yeah, um sorry, uh yeah, it's interesting you said like um just making the time. Um you know, um, because we just waste so much time doing stuff sometimes, don't you? Like you think you could easily spend half an hour on social media or something, but you could be out there running, yeah. running five k's and, and easily get that done. That's um, that's what I was thinking when we were doing the five k because yeah, heaps of people say to us, "Oh, but I don't have the time for that," or it's always, isn't it? Yeah. I don't have the time, and you're you're so right. Like we can you. If you're on Facebook or something, or you might watch a little YouTube clip or you might be watching a TV series, something like that, that 30, 40 minutes goes as quick as a flash. You're just sitting there. So you could really, have gone out and run 5K. You could have just gone and yeah. done your 5K and it doesn't really take a lot out of your day. But the 21K, yeah, that took yeah, a lot out of our day. You don't want to do that forever. But 5K... <laughs> You know, even it doesn't have to be every day, but I try to encourage people 5K, even if you do it like four times a week or something, really doesn't, yeah, yeah. it really does or go for a half an hour walk or, you know, just that half an hour of an exercise and you'll just benefit so I never much. really buy into the fact when people say they don't have time to mm. for any fitness or anything. It's I think it's quite ridiculous, really. There's always yeah. time. We There's just always need time, to. Yeah. Yeah. If you decide you want off. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Hmm. That's right. Instead of you trade and, one thing for another and, and, and you guys have probably skipped um, you know, a couple of episodes of Netflix for seventy seven days and you've and you've um done something fantastic for, for disadvantaged yeah. people. So that's yeah, that's, right. that's um exactly. fantastic. And yeah. yeah, we definitely we hardly watch any T V anymore, but you know, you don't really miss it. No. I think sometimes we might get into a bit of a rut. We definitely like to have our downtime and we love to watch movies with the kids. Like we definitely do all those kinds of things. And um, don't get me wrong, we like to put our feet up, that's for sure at times. But, <laughs> you know, you can still do that. But you get to have both, you know, you get to have the best of both worlds, the exercise and the downtime. So, I don't yeah. know, it works really well. We've got to think about the kids and we've always double-checked with the kids along the way. Are you guys okay? Like our kids are getting older now, so we are lucky. Yeah. When we our used... eldest girl is 15 years old and um, she's, she's, yeah, she's about to turn 16. Um, 
that makes us feel old. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's been really helpful. She can help sort of look after the boys if we need to nick off and go for a, a quick run at night or something. Um, yeah. So she's been really great. I mean, without her being the age she is, we probably wouldn't have been able to do any of this running that we've been doing. Mm. We did ask them first before we did it, like, are mm. you gonna, uh, would you be okay with this? And even when we got to the 77 days, um, you know, they were saying, oh, why don't you do 100? Why don't you do 100? <laughs> and um, our eldest son, Todd, I said to him once during it, I said, how's it going? Like, are you okay with us being away a little bit longer and everything? And he said, oh, it just feels like you're just doing your 5K. So that was all good. And they're so encouraging. And a lot of people have said to us, you know, you're really good, um, you know, to inspire children and good role models and things like that. And, you know, we hope to be, I hope so. I want my kids to lead an active, healthy life. They don't have to go do ultras or marathons or things like that, but I want them to have an active, healthy life. It's a good thing, you know, yeah. and a lot of running events that you go to or sometimes we'll do triathlons in the summer, all of that, there are a lot of kids events. They really cater for families, which is great in the running community, little mm. 2K runs and things. So the kids come along and they love it and they get the same feeling. And, yeah, it's, it is definitely a great community, the running community. Absolutely, yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's all about community and, and you don't get that. We love the sports. Like, I mean, you, you do. You get the camaraderie, but you don't get that that um, kind of sense of, of purpose and belonging because it's not like, like we said before, it's not about the accolades or anything. It's just about all, all you have to, the only person you have to beat is yourself and, and the time that you did previously. And, and sometimes it's not your day and, and that's just a, that's just accepted because that's just the way it is. Like you're not, you're not that's judged right. on wins and losses. You're, you're judged on, on how you approach it. And, and that's, that's, right. um, that's, yeah, right. that's it's much more inviting. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it so addictive, I think, for runners. You know, you might have someone who's never succeeded or never won a trophy or whatever it might be in sport. They might have always participated, but then when they go and to a running event, it's, it's just amazing. Every every single person out there is a winner. Everyone's achieving something. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everyone's on the back. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's the best, it's best sporting environment I've ever been involved in. I yeah. might run my in 25 minutes and you might run yours in an hour and you might have done you know a five minute pb even though you did it in an hour and everyone's so happy for you you know mm. it doesn't encounter yeah. oh wow i'm so much faster than you or anything like that nobody ever does that no no because no. it doesn't matter it, it's it's your it's your sport it's your um it's your experience you're not yeah, it's not. like you're an individual, but then you're also there as a team kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the beauty of um of, of park run too. Like, I just I, I love the idea of park run because it's just like it's this it's this perfect like entry level um event yeah. for for runners, or it's a great way for a uh, you know someone who's trying to push themselves to get a recorded time every week and and be motivated and and supported in that community, but it does, but you know, again, like it doesn't matter if you're first or last. The support and the, um, you know, the the um, sense of belonging is the same. So I just That's I love right. park run as a um, as a concept. I think it's wonderful. So do yeah, I. It is good. We actually started a panola running crew here last. Oh, it's been going for a year now. 
last July. Wow. And yeah. um, because, you know, some people do sometimes just need maybe a, a little group environment to help get motivated because it's not always easy to go out the door yourself. And if, especially if you're a little bit self-conscious, I was definitely self-conscious at the start of my running. Like it's weird, but I would try and run out of the town and not around in the town because you feel like people are watching you out their window or something and they're not, mm-hmm. but, or judging the way you, you look or anything like that. But um, that's where, yeah, like you said, with parkrun and everything, um, it's like sort of catching up with friends as well. So, yeah. um, and at a certain time every Saturday and it's, so you're sort of, committed and then if you're not there people might ask oh where were you and things so you kind of feel like you're wanted and part of something so we've found that a little bit running group too that it just like everyone's at the start we just wanted to do it once a week just to try and get people started if they wanted an option of of running and then as soon I think we only went maybe a couple of weeks and people started saying, can we do it a bit more than once a week? And now <laughs> it went times a week in the summer, it's three times a week at the moment. But they're so excited and actually like we've got the, the group on Facebook and so during the week people will just pop on there. If it's not a day that we've got the running crew, they'll be like, hey, does anyone want to come for a run with me tonight? And um, yeah, yeah is, sometimes people really need the, people around them to help them. and That was really the platform that we wanted to yeah. create as well, was that if people wanted to run that they'd, you know, put their hand up and say, hey, I'm going for a run, do you want to join me? You know, yeah. so just sort of helped encourage everyone to encourage others, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, sort it's of breaking. love, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think running did have a little bit of a stigma there. Um, uh, I don't know, it's not. It's the, just not a cool, cool thing, thing to do or small country bit... towns can be a bit of a sticky sort of thing with sports. You know, that if you're in a football or netball community, it's, mm. you know, if they're the sport, that's sort of the, the done thing and everything else is kind of frowned upon yeah. <laughs> to yeah. some degree. Yeah. Sometimes but, if you're doing something different, you have that feeling like people think, oh, they think they're so good or they think this because they're out there running, you know. I did definitely feel that at the start, but not anymore. Mm. Everyone just As you become a runner, you learn and you don't care about that anymore. No. Um, yeah. Someone's judging will um, judge me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. happy with yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. And yeah. we, like, we wouldn't even, would we, we wouldn't even wear different coloured shoes or anything. It was all like, you know, black or white shoes and, you know, you mm. wouldn't wear these outlet colours or anything like that because you feel like everyone's staring at you. And now we've got like such a range of different colours and it is getting out there now but that it's all like that. But I think it just gives you definitely no, you just... a sense of just being you. You can just be you and everyone's okay with you, you mm. know, which is yeah. the you way. Right. Yeah, That's good. yeah, um, but yeah, the, the so mentioned obviously about the the running group. So that um that's been going yeah twelve months now um in our hometown, and we got some tops made, and we've gone across to two events now in as a team. Like we've entered a group uh, in a Mount Gambier fun run, and also one over in Warrnambool. 
which has been good. So our, our other goal was to try and encourage some of the local people here to come across and do some events. Because mm. besides Kate and I, you know, not many people had really done that before in this area. So that's sort of been good and uh, it continues to kind of grow. Numbers have sort of dropped off a little bit at the moment because of the colder weather, but I guess that's normal no matter where you are. Um, yeah. But, yeah. It's been really good for the town, I think, and and a lot of people will mention to us that you know oh, it's good that you know we're we're getting out and others are getting out and that a lot more people around the town are being seen running and things like that. So it's been great. Yeah. So I guess yeah. like um, our journey started for us um, wanting to get well, Justin wanting to get back into running, me wanting to start my running journey, but now it's evolved into because we've got lots of years of experience behind us now and lots of different you know experiences of events and all that it's turned into us wanting to help other people and now that is a, a lot of our focus besides you know we still want to do well in events and and train hard for things when we want to but um most of the focus is helping others and that has just brought a whole new sense of happiness for running and just i don't know a whole new different feeling hasn't it yeah it's nice to watch other people succeed. yeah yeah when they sure. say, oh like a lady said the other day oh my gosh you wouldn't believe it i just ran 20ks the other day and you know like just feel so happy that they're getting that same kind of happiness that we get yeah everyone to just have that feeling about running Hmm. Yeah, and yeah, again, that's the beauty of the sport, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, like you said, it's it's um, it's addictive and and um, contagious and infectious, but it's um, it's great. So, yeah, yeah, in a good, healthy way. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So, how do you? Um. I know you um post a lot about um. Is it Pogo Physio? That, yeah. 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 So, how, so do they sort of manage your kind of recovery and that sort of stuff? And no, um, not really. That's not really? simply me being a <laughs> <laughs> No, there's a guy, uh, Brad Beer, uh, up in Queensland, in um, up at the Gold Coast, and he owns his own um, physiotherapy place called Pogo Physio. Yeah. Um, and I just became a fan of him, basically. Um, I've, I get online, I learn a lot of things about him, and he also provides other platforms where you can learn things as well. So if listeners want to jump on over to uh, onto Instagram and look up Brad Beer, um, have a look at some of his content and you'll, you'll learn a lot of stuff. Um, uh, so really that was just me being a fan, yeah. So I... Yeah followed a lot of the stuff he did and eventually you know he would comment on some of the stuff that I that we were doing and I'd be commenting all the time on his stuff and then one time he sort of mentioned to me would we like to go up there and run as part of the Pogo physio team for the Gold Coast Marathon and so I thought oh can't really afford that but I looked it up and it just so happened that the marathon was on a day after Kate's birthday so then oh. I messaged him thought yeah, okay, let's do this. I said, but don't tell Kate. Oh, I'm going to make it a birthday present for her. <laughs> so I'd uh, gone and figured out all the uh, flights and accommodation and got the the tickets to run in the, the entries to run in the marathon and we headed up uh, 
not that long ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. And we went up there and ran the marathon up there as part of Brad Beer's Pogo team. Um, We did get one physio treatment after that, but uh, it'd be nice to head up there and get physio treatment Mm. every week. It's too expensive. (laughs) Yeah, it adds up, that's for sure. Um, Justin gets a few niggles though, so it probably started a bit like that. He And, you know, asking him a few questions as a physio, like, oh, I'm hurting here. What do you think I should do about that and whatever? Because you get lots of niggles. I'm lucky I don't get hurt. Not hurt so much. I don't get so many niggles. It's not like you're hurt, hurt. It's just that you've got sore I'm a bit of a sook, I suppose, mainly, but... um, (laughs) But, uh, no, I would always try to understand an injury. So looking up injuries and things like that, it's a little bit of an interest of mine and I like to learn about it. I like to know if I'm sore, I like to know why, not just that I'm running a lot or anything like that. I'll try to figure out why and try and counteract it a bit so that it doesn't happen again and those sorts of things. So I found the Pogo Physio and Brad Beer a, a great place to try and learn some things from. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, so, so important, that's the, isn't it? Um, just understanding your body and 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 knowing, just um, I mean, you, know, you don't have to know everything, but just knowing, have a having a basic understanding of of how things work and what's what's supposed to be working, why you're moving, and 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 you know why things hurt, and and that's um, makes makes life so much easier when you can sort of self diagnose a bit too. Yeah, For sure. I mean, a lot. I think a lot of people who are well, not, I was going to say a lot of people that are new to running, but also some people that have been running for a long time still think it too. But a lot of people think there's like a magic shoe out there that's going to fix all your problems when it comes mm-hmm. to running. They think that the shoe is going to prevent your knees from being sore. It's going to prevent your ankles from being sore. It's prevent your calves and make you run faster and all these things. But it's kind of not the case. Um, you know, Generally, when something goes wrong with our bodies, it's because we're a bit under-conditioned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Where the strength work sort of stuff that we mentioned earlier comes into play, you know, mm. we do the do enough strength work, we should really be right no matter what shoes we've got on our feet. Yeah, although exactly. we definitely have learnt a lot about oh, shoes yeah. over the way though, because we've trialed so many different types mm. of shoes, and we've both had. Uh, well, I don't know if you'd call it injuries, but. Um, if you wear an ill-fitting shoe, yeah. it's a problem. With, yeah. If you wear a shoe that's too narrow, um, we've both had a very similar issue from narrow shoes. And then yours was – mine was before we started doing the 5K a day and I was out for about six weeks and Justin's was during the 5K a day and so he was pretty much limping around every day to do the 5Ks because of the wrong shoes. Yeah. We we have learnt a lot about that and and losing toenails and blisters and all that like it's just shoes are heaps important sizing yeah. Yeah. they've got to be wide enough for you you've got to choose as what's long as right you've got the you. appropriate footwear yeah the appropriate type of footwear for your foot making sure right. you don't like do too many k's in them because these days we can generally tell if our feet start to get a little bit sore. And then we look back and think, oh, yeah, actually, I've done my I've done quarter of K's in, K's in those shoes. shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, so uh, we, I guess we've, we've talked a little bit about the strength and maintenance and, and sort of stuff, but um, what's, what, what's your strength routine like throughout the week? Yeah, um, well, really, it's just we both do boot camp. 
Um, so a local lady here runs a boot camp program. It's not your military style boot camp that some listeners might be thinking of, but um, it's really just a group fitness thing that we do here, um, which involves really anything, um, you know, push-ups, planking, um, running with sandbags, using battle ropes, burpees, squats, lunge walking, all those sorts of exercises. Yeah. yeah, mostly it's body weight sort of stuff. Sometimes we'll include yeah, the sandbags, as I mentioned, or some slam balls. Um, but, yeah, we, so we do that. Um, I only do it once a week now. Um, Kate does it on a Tuesday and Thursday. I'm only doing it on the Tuesday because Thursday now I run the session for the group. Um, right. So, But we've been doing that for probably like eight years or yeah, something. Yeah, a long time, now. longer long than time. we've been running. Yeah, longer than we've been running. But it does include some running in it as well, but. Um, yeah, and that's where we can get some of our speed training done as well. Sometimes you might have a time limit, okay, you need to run okay, and you've stuff. got to do it in this amount of time or stuff like that. So um, I definitely, there's always things that I want to do and we've got a friend who's been doing a plank every day, like planking every day for five minutes or more and sometimes I think to myself, you know, I want to add that in or sometimes I want to add this and I want to add that and it never really happens But because it yeah. is core strengths is really important and, well, it's all important, but there's only so much you can fit in. I don't want to talk about time, but there is only so much you can fit in. <laughs> I actually think we, we probably find doing strength work in your own time harder than anything else. Yeah. We're probably much more dedicated on going for a run if we have a spare half an hour than doing some squats or yeah. anything yeah. else. Yeah, boot camp is like our group go-to, you know, where it motivates you to go do yeah. it, whereas if you're at home, do you you're do, not so motivated. Do you do much yourself, Sam, in strength? Yeah, I, I try to do as much as I can. Um, yeah, I guess my, my story is a bit different. I've had like a lot of sort of injuries um, from – uh, I guess not understanding how my body sort of um, was supposed to work, and like um, I played a lot of team sport and was and was quite naturally athletic, so I put a lot of um, yeah stress on my body, and and um, I'm sort of paying for it a bit later, so I'm I'm quite pedantic with my with my strength work nowadays, um, just so I can stay stay in shape and not keep getting those those niggles. Um, so yeah, I, I probably train. Uh, resistance train probably three times a week and then try to run sort of three to four as well if I can mm. yeah okay That's yeah good good. we are definitely we did our first yoga session last night so there's a guy who is part of the physio team, the Pogo physio team. um and he does yoga and is really passionate about it so he's got a few things on YouTube and we started one last night we met him up in um, the Gold Coast and everything went out for dinner with him and he said you know if you really want to I can help you and um, yoga or Pilates in particular is actually really good for runners and gets into strengthening areas that you don't do for when you're just doing your squats and your lunges and all that. It was quite funny we're watching this guy last night on YouTube and he's you know just stretching and things like that and (laughs) getting body into positions and we're trying to copy it and I tell you what if you'd have been watching us, you'd have been. We look like two 70 year old stiff old people. We could not do anything. It was ridiculous. No, and then we're I looking at. relate you. to that. 
and palms on the ground and things and I don't know. We, he, we just couldn't do it. He did say that when he first started, he couldn't do those things too. Yeah. So I think I kind of like starting something from afresh as well. Like I, I remember it, what it was like. I when think it was really just a YouTube video of him showing off. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just mention that. So Oliver, yeah. if you're listening, yeah. you're a show off. <laughs> no, so that yeah. journey now is to put some yoga in there. Every year, I guess, we try to do something different as well. So... Last year I called it the year of ultras because I hadn't done them before. This year we had the Guinness World Record in there. We would like to definitely do a 100K. We do keep yeah. saying that in there. So maybe that, next year we'll go for a 100K maybe to aim for. We'll, we'll do that whenever Kate says. When I say <laughs> Justin will just follow along. <laughs> um, but we'll want to do that together. See, some when we do like a marathon or whatever, um, have we ever done a marathon together? Oh, we started off one marathon together, but I sort of hit the wall a little bit early and Justin went off. So as much as we love running together and we do lots of our runs together, if it comes to event, it's always you go for your time, you do what you want to do. And Justin's faster than me, so it's like you just do the best for yourself. But if we were to do a 100 k it would be we'd want to do it together, yeah. you know, because you're not obviously not doing that super time. fast. You're just it's not wanna, about a yeah. time. That's simply, you know, if you can, if you can run 100Ks, no one cares what time you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Cross Good for you. <laughs> but that's right. So we'd want to do, that would be a nice one to do together. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any ambitions to do that yourself, Sam? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I had um, really planned on doing an ultra this year. Um, but I've just had yeah a few setbacks with um, with injuries and and some of my races have just been just for lack of a better word shit this year. So I will <laughs> see how I go. Um, I may just do the half instead and um, and then just just knuckle down and, and get stuck into it next year properly. But um, definitely yeah definitely want to do an ultra and I'd really like to if I could um, have a go at the UTB next year as well. Maybe yeah, if okay. possible, that'd be a good one, I think. Yeah. Um, probably just the fifty <laughs> to, to start, and then yeah, a long way. Yeah, we don't mm. know which one we do, but um, we'd, we'd have probably... to find one that's not too hilly for Justin. What's, which a lot of them are. What's the one that's but... um, you know, like, is it the Heisen? Oh, yeah, Heisen hundred. Yeah, mm. oh, one oh one oh five. Yeah, Heisen one oh five. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I sort of looked at that one time. Yeah. I think any 100K run you do is going to be hilly. Justin is, does not like the hills or the mountains. I, I don't mind the mountains. I, I think I, I do like them. They're pretty to look at. Yeah, he hates running. That's <laughs> <laughs> too hard. It is hard. I'm not, a, I'm, not strong. I'm not a strong runner. But I do them. I do yeah. enjoy them, just not as much as the flat road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, definitely the, um, the mountains, uh, the, the hills definitely, or the incline and decline certainly throws a, a, a different dynamic in and I found oh, yeah. um, like like I, I've, I'm quite well adjusted to trail running but just um just recently just yeah just loading up more and more I've just found the the downhills are just killing my knees and um starting to get a bit of that um patella femoral stuff so yeah just trying to combat that and um and keep sort of loading up it's uh but yeah it, it just throws a whole whole other dynamic into your into your running yeah. and it's can be great or it can be really, really brutal sometimes. 
And it is, is the downhill that's the yeah. really bad. Is that part, what you're suffering it? with now? Is the, the telephone pain? Yeah, it's just like it's so irritating because it's not like even you you just think, oh, it's just this stupid little thing. Why can't I just get over it? But it just won't won't go away. So yeah, yeah. it's just um and flat ground or... for a while. What's that, sorry? Have you had that pain for a while? No, it's more more recent. Um, probably in the last yeah, three months. I've probably yeah, maybe three, four months has sort of been been an issue. So but I have, have have had quad tendinopathy before and I'm wondering if okay. maybe that's sort of related, but I kind of overcame that and then yeah, I don't know. It's it's just one of those things. Running Sometimes problems. We <laughs> yeah. 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 Sometimes we compensate for other injuries and then hurt something else. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we're totally, totally on flat ground, so we don't do if if I do go do an ultra or something where I know it's gonna be a bit hilly, um, I try to go down to Mount Gambia, which is half an hour away, which has got something up and down a bit to practice a little bit. I do and there you know, there are huge benefits of being able to do some of that hill work for sure. So sometimes I wish we did live somewhere that we could practice that a bit more, but maybe, you know, maybe we can do what we do because it is a bit easier on your body just going around on flat maybe, I suppose. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm also, I've never done an injury, so I'm not, yeah, I'm pretty lucky. I think maybe once you've done one injury, maybe it could be a little bit of a weakness for you and you're prone to other things happening perhaps i'm not sure mm. so um, i definitely think like um if if you're going to be doing something for 940 days straight you probably want to be doing it yeah probably somewhere where you can get that kind of consistency and, and maybe the flat ground is is better yeah. but like you say you, you know you're, you're primed and ready to go and do any event whenever you know because you have that you're great runners you know like you just have that great running capacity so um yeah yeah, certainly, yeah, it's just a different dynamic, isn't it? I mean, yeah, there's no real right or wrong, I suppose. It's just how you how you manage it. That's right. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's the good part about running as well is that, um, you know, sometimes you have a bad day or whatever, but then you're always looking ahead to improve or, I don't know, there's always things to do and to get motivated about and keeps you sort of always wanting new, to be the best you, always isn't Always new it? PBs you want yeah. to get things. which is exciting. It's quite bizarre it? as, yeah. as runners are that, um, and you yourself, you would be the same, I'm sure. We get older, we get slower, but we keep wanting to get quicker. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we age, we look at our PBs and we keep trying to improve them. And at some yeah. point it's not going to work, is it? <laughs> That but is, then I guess running a, um, yeah, a PB can also be like a further distance. It doesn't have oh, to be yeah, a better time or, you know, like things like that. There's yeah. other things you aim for. There was actually a, um, a study that happened. Uh, I actually don't know what happened. It doesn't really matter. But um, it, was, it was done um, on sort of the longevity of how long you could kind of maintain like your running speed. And I think um, – there was it was a huge span from like from eighteen years old to almost sixty or sixty five years old where you could kind of maintain like a quite a similar sort of pace and then it wasn't until you sort of hit sixty when you when you dropped off so if you trained consistently yeah. throughout that whole time you you wouldn't really lose a lot of ground 
So it's quite interesting. Yeah. There's not many sports where that would that would be possible. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the um, I think you're talking about Bernard Legat. No, no, no. Yeah. The guy that was next to you and he was his age, and you didn't know he was that age, wasn't he? Like, oh right yeah, in? sorry, that wasn't it. Gold Coast. Oh. Um, no, there was a guy I ran a ten k kilometer race with in Adelaide uh, three or four years ago, and at the time I was only I wasn't as quick as I am now, but I was. I went. I ran it in about thirty-eight minutes thereabouts, and he ran it in about thirty-eight and a half minutes. And I, th- I thought nothing of it, and at the end, shook his hand, and then I was chatting to him, and he told me that he was. He said to me, "Do you know? Or guess how old I am? Or do you know how old I am?" And I got no idea. And he said, "I'm sixty-two." Wow! And I looked at him. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I said, mate, you don't look a day over 40. <laughs> and he didn't. It was, it was incredible. And I thought, well, all right, you're 62 and you've ran this 10K and, yeah, you ran it in about 38 and a half minutes. So I thought, well, that probably gives credit That's to what really you were fast. just saying, Sam. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, most, most people we know can't run 10Ks under 40 minutes. This guy's 62. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just um, consistency. Um, have you read that book, Born to Run? No. No. Oh, it's, great. it's a really good story. Um, but there's a great quote in there um, where they say, um, we don't stop running because we get old. We get old because we stop running. I think it's, uh, yeah. I think it's very true. Who, who's, uh, who was it the author that said it or it's just uh, a quote? It wasn't the author. It was someone, it was just a quote in the book. Um, I can't remember who, who said it. But, yeah, I just, it, it just really uh, stuck with me. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. It's spot on. I mm. keep talking to my, my parents about it, but they won't come round. But yeah. I just try and encourage They've them been to walk and things. Yeah. yeah. But and, even yeah. walking's good. Walking's I mean, great. Not everyone can run, and some people prefer to walk. And if that's what you want to do, do it. Mm. It's better than sitting on the couch watching Netflix. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, that, whatever you do, just do it consistently. And, yeah, yeah, that's right. Another interesting thing, like some people have questioned a lot, uh, especially when we were doing the um, world record, they were like, what if you get sick and this and that? Like that's actually been an interesting thing along the way too because Mm. we hardly ever get sick. And obviously if we did get sick, we would just push through it. So it's that mental toughness again. But we hardly ever get sick. I think I only had one day in that half marathon uh, running that we did. I had one day I was sick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it didn't last long. It was only a twelve-hour thing, and yeah. it's fine to go. But whether whether it's because we're fit because of the running, I'm not sure. I work at the hospital, and one of the nurses said, "Oh, it's probably is because of that," or you know, because running also gives off those good oh, endorphins and stuff like that. So you know, all of that could help with feeling good, and I don't know, but. There's another I mean, thing about with, with running every day, the running streak we're doing, it kind of it just doesn't matter if we're going to be sick. Like mm. it's not we we don't allow that to stop us. You know, if you're sick, you just get out and move your legs for half an hour and go back to bed. Yeah. Um. It it's kind of it, it's a non-negotiable thing running sometimes for us. It's yeah. No matter how busy it is or what's on or how you're feeling, you just got to get it done. You know, yeah, um, and I think like we said, you just you just take what the day gives you, don't you? And you just 
It doesn't yeah. matter if you run twenty minute five k or a forty minute five k. You just yeah, you get it done. Yeah. yeah. Kate's mm. never run minute five k. No, I'd really, I really <laughs> want to though badly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. What's my best twenty two? My aim would be to. Kate yeah, wants to get twenty under twenty. Four minutes. minute k would be really nice, but yeah, you know, and I guess it's nice because you get older, but you still have all those dreams, and you think, oh well. Maybe next race, maybe next mm. race. So I keep just mm. hoping for it. And I say that to a lady who wants to do her first 21K, who's part of our running crew. She said, you know, oh, when I do it, I know I just want to finish it, but maybe I want a time. And I said to her, somebody gave me great advice once, is that you always have plan A. Then when plan A, you know, goes past you, you have plan B, you've got plan C. You know, you can have... It's all a goal. It doesn't matter if you haven't done the time you wanted. You've still done the run. You've still achieved it. So, um, yeah. yeah, no, I've I've got plans of times that I want to do and whether I do them or not, you know, I don't know, but I'll still feel great for what I have done. I'd like to get yeah. a bit lighter. I've definitely learnt that lean helps the speed. I've got to get lighter. <laughs> I keep saying it to myself and it just won't happen. <laughs> she walks around with chips and the more and you stuff. run, the hungry. <laughs> <you get. laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but for your listeners there that just heard Kate say that that leans quicker, it's only quicker if you're still healthy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm not saying don't healthy. eat very important. But I need to eat a bit healthier and healthier choices. <laughs> it is hard yeah. though because you know, obviously everyone's got different body shapes and Justin's lucky he is tiny. Very like, he's very oh. attractive. <laughs> but his jeans are small. He's, it's in your family that you're small. And so, you know, here he is. He, like, he has a healthy eating thing and he loses five kilos because oh, usually he much. just lives on whatever he wants to eat, Kitchener buns and all that stuff. <laughs> I look at a kitchen bun and I put on 10 kilos. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I've certainly been guilty of um, of uh, getting stuck into the bakery after a, after a race. Yeah. Um, you know, you sort of, you sort of think, oh, you, you know, you've done so well and then you just go and smash all that, all that food. I know. But, you know, That's hard sometimes. I know. Yeah. And they say, go lower on the carbs, go lower on the carbs. Oh, my God. I really want the carbs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, you've got to have a laugh along the way. We have plenty of laughs. We like to have a little bit of competition, a little bit of pay each other out as well, and that's all fun yeah, too. A bit of you know, it's always good. Yeah. And you do that with your friends and you go, all right, I'm going to beat you today. And, you know, it's fun to have a little, you know, it's all fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You need a little bit of com- competition to sort of balance it all out, don't you? Like it's, it's good to, you know, not all the time, but every now and then you just need that little, that little edge just to, just to, you know, push you further too. Sometimes, sometimes that you, know, you see someone else in a race and you think, oh, he, he got me last time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I get him today. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it's like, and it's not in any you know, nasty way or anything in the end, you'll shake hands at the end and you feel great for each other. But it's awesome. Some of them are the best races because they'll push you to your PB, you know. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we've covered a fair bit. Um, so maybe just what's um, what's the what's your favourite race that you've done so far? Do you think? Oh, just happened. Yeah, it did just happen. <laughs> Gold Coast Marathon. Yeah. Um, absolutely loved it up there. Um, have you ever been to it? No, I haven't been to the Gold Coast Marathon. I'd love to though. Yeah, yeah. got to do it. It um, it's an amazing event. It's not not just the run, like the the atmosphere, yeah, the whole atmosphere everything. of it. Um, when we did it this year, the weather actually wasn't that great, but it was still okay. Um, but it's like you've got all the Olympic runners there. There's so many uh, elite runners, which oh. is fantastic to see because it's you know, it's always a huge eye opener to watch those people run. You know, they do the marathon distance quicker than most of us can sprint. <laughs> and um uh but yeah people aligned the the course the whole way like you honestly you wouldn't run 100 meters without somebody saying something to you yeah really. they calling yes. out your name or it's people everywhere got food here do you want something to eat and people, oh, in, on the people on the balconies of their buildings clapping and yelling out and it's and it's, honestly it's for the whole 42 k's you've just got that and it's it's quite a flat course as well and you're on good roads as well there's mm. no little bumps and anything all the roads are in good nick um it's I, I just can't say anything bad about that event um there's so many other things happening as well like it's a real it's not just a running event it's a real event there's so many things there there's so many tents and stuff and the expo beforehand's really good as well um there's a few other little runs the couple of days beforehand that you can do we weren't up there we got invited to a couple of runs but weren't able to do them but Next year we will because we're going to go again. But, mm. yeah, that would definitely be my favourite event. Um, That's awesome. It's a real celebration of running, isn't it? Yeah, it and is. Just the what a great atmosphere's incredible. thing it is, yeah. yeah. And so many people as well. But it's not um, – like, yeah, there's so many people, but you never feel – it kind of feels like a little country event, but there's big buildings and a yeah. nice beach. and you're not jammed up. It's not yeah. so many that you're jammed up yeah. or anything. And you get to enjoy it at the end. Like it's, I mean, I people might rave about the Melbourne Marathon, but I don't really. I mean, it's good. It's a good run. Don't get me wrong, but I don't really like it at the end. Like they claim that you know you finish off on the MCG, but I've often felt that you, you kind of just ushered off at the end. Mm. Um, you don't really get to stay there and enjoy it, but at Gold Coast. You know, you come down the chute for about the last 250 metres, I think it is, and you kind of feel like you're an Olympian there yeah. for that last little bit. No matter how far you're running, you're just coming down this chute and, the, you know, the wall's on either side and there's crowd everywhere and everybody's clapping and you sort of you feel like they're all there for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just amazing. It's the best event. Mm. Um, but, yeah, but... um. Probably not my ideal distance, even though <laughs> me. But yeah, um, distance-wise, if we're talking events, I like a five to ten k road race is always good. I like the the feeling of trying to be able to run sort of as fast as you can for as long as you can, mm. and that's kind of distance where it's almost possible for me to do that. Yeah. Even though I'm not as quick as the people in front of me, but <laughs> you still try. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have a favourite distance. I'm sort of I like I like yeah. it all. 
yeah, and like the ultras and everything too. So I've probably got like the Gold Coast is my favourite road one. But um, maybe I did like Peaks and Trails, which is the southern side of the Grampians last okay. year as one of them. And um, that was really beautiful. I did three mountains in that and that was amazing. So I think it's a different sense of achievement of, wow, because you can just look and see how huge those mountains are from a distance and you just went like, I just actually climbed all of those, ran those, did all of that. Like, yeah, different different feelings for different races, I guess. Mm. So. In that one, you're not looking at your watch thinking of the time. You know, you're just trying to get something done that's really hard. It is pretty cool yeah. in those trail runs when you've, when you've, after you've done them and you look back when you're standing at the finish line and look at that mountain and think, wow, an hour ago I was up there. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. And then I think they're nicer because you can take it in a lot as well. On um, that one that I did there, I actually did a bit of filming along the way and, um, you can get up the top of the mountain, you can take a few minutes. So it's not, it's different than sometimes when you're just doing a race race because you're not really always taking in what's around you. Um, you're just trying to concentrate on what you're doing. So Yeah, your tunnel vision. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Yeah. But we've got so many. I mean, we want to run for our whole lives. We, we talk about it all the time. When we're 80 and we'll be running still, and, and you do see mm. that, like you see it up now and then these, you know, people in their 80s and 90s and they've just done this run or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, once the kids are all old enough and, and can support themselves and things, we would, we've would we never been overseas, so I guess we would love to start yeah. to be able to go overseas. And, you know, we, we want to travel but our travel is like, okay, where are we going to run or where are yeah. we going to bike ride or that's that, our that kind of holidays. Be, that will all be ultra kind of things, I think. Um, like yeah. You see some of the places like St. Moritz and things like that. It's just just beautiful sceneries and stuff over there. Yeah. I look at that now and I think I just want to get to the top and come back down mm. again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. There's the New York Marathon and, and Boston and all those, and, and maybe we do want to do those, but I guess in a way it's just another city. It's another city run. So city runs are city runs really in a way. There's lots of people, lots of this, lots of that, um, big crowds, all of that. But then, you know, the, the, it's the ultra ones or those that you can just have this wall. Like, some of those trail runs have got to be beautiful. Some of the uh, areas that you're in, yeah. Have yeah. you been over for a run at all? Um, not specifically, no. Nah. Um, I have been overseas and I do, I do find myself thinking, oh, where can we you know, where can we find a trail or do a, do a good hike or something yeah. like that. And I was just recently in the, in the Cook Islands and we did a, a really awesome um, cross-island trek. Um, it's just like it's just elevation. There's points where you're just like on all fours, trying to like scramble up these hills, and, and it's only wow. probably like I think our hike was only maybe ten, almost eleven k's total. But it took us like six hours to do because of the elevation, and you start exploring and stuff too, and that, that sort of that thing. You, so. you shared some stories on Instagram of that. Yeah, I did, yeah, I did a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's that cool. amazing. Yeah, that wow. was stunning. Yeah. 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 So, they're all the stuff we want to do eventually. Yeah. 
Yeah, there was plenty of time. You do start to look at different things, don't you? Like, ah, I want to do some different things. We do them when we're old. Yeah. When you're old, you're you're 100,000 days straight, 5Ks. We might might stop that before we're old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, um, thanks so much for that, guys. That was uh, that was a really awesome um, insight into into what you've done and what you've accomplished. Um, okay. So, what? Uh, where can we find you on Instagram? What's the What's the handle for that? We're on Instagram at jk.5k.a.day, um, and yeah, so people can click over there and they can look back at some of our early runs if they want to and see what we're doing today, see what we're doing tomorrow, and yeah, that's, yep. that's and where you the, the running group on, on Facebook is it as well? Yeah, the running group on Facebook is just um, the Panola running crew. Um, so Panola is a small country town in South Australia. That's spelled P-E-N-O-L-A and running crew. Yeah. Cool. The cool. more so, area, we love to know people. So, yeah, so, if yeah. any listeners are ever in this area, hit us up on either Instagram or Facebook and yeah, come for a run. We love running with new people all the time. Yeah. We love chatting to people, message us, ask us questions, get to know people. We just love it. Learn from yeah. each other. That's the thing I think. You all learn from each other. Yeah. Learn and grow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And awesome. Big shout out to uh, Ed Flood too who hooked us up with you, mate. Yeah, yeah, the man, Mr. Yeah. Avossi. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, Love check her. out Avossi too. Uh, yeah, Avossi yeah. Apparel. Yeah. They're great. They're yeah. doing some good things. He's a great guy, Ed. He's a very nice yeah, guy. Yeah, really you know. nice. We actually mm. just ordered some stuff last night, so it's good. Some of the new range. Yeah. The new hats. Yeah, new hat. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, they look pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to cover my head. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Thanks yeah. so much, guys. That's um, that's a wrap. Thank you. That was awesome. No worries, Sam. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Well, guys, that was my chat with Justin and Kate McDonald. I really hope you enjoyed listening to that podcast as much as I enjoyed uh, recording it and chatting with those guys. As you can see, they're just a um, just a, a bundle of energy and really passionate about what they're doing. Um, if you want to check them out on Instagram, it is JK5K a day. Um, see what they're up to, see how their streak's going, and check out their running group on Facebook too. Um, until next time, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time on Zero to One Hundred.